Welcome back. Let's talk about using data, how to capitalize on user behavior. This is my absolute favorite thing that I'm currently doing with a lot of brands right now. And we're understanding how people are interacting with the brand. So that's really our motivation um, is how do, why do people like our brand? Why are they interacting with us? Uh, how did they land on our site? That might be a little bit different, but once someone does come to your site, so you've done the, the easy part, maybe the hard part, acquisition part, getting someone to your website or getting someone to follow your brand on social or online, whatever it may be. Uh, now you want to capitalize on their user behavior. So how are they interacting with their brand? If you do have a website or if you're in an e-commerce brand, how do they interact with your website? You know, uh, again, we're going to do a recap. I'm going to, I'm going to deep dive in some tools that I like. Uh, one example that I'll use is called Hotjar. Um, it basically will record sessions of people, real people using your website. It'll follow their mouse, where they clicked, uh, where the roadblocks are, where people are getting stuck, where people are dropping off. And then you can kind of use that data to tweak, you know, maybe things that you put on the website. Maybe you need to make the website a little bit simpler, less call to actions, whatever it may be. Um, and you use a tool like Hotjar to do that. So how do they interact with your website? This is one of my, th this is the most powerful. So buying behavior. What are the buying patterns? What are the purchasing patterns of the people that buy um, on your website or the people that interact with your brand? And you could change buying into anything. Buying could be like a certain goal or a KPI or conversion. Like what's the conversion behavior? Like how many times do you have to interact with somebody or you know communicate with them before you know uh, that that person's probably likely to buy? So understanding all those things and really capitalizing on really doing that Brunt work in the beginning, setting those benchmarks so that when you do have a specific audience you're going towards, you can understand like, okay, if this person's coming from this acquisition channel or this or whatever it may be, you should have a good idea already on how many times you have to communicate with them before they buy. Or do you have to put an offer incentive in there before they buy? Are they coupon users? You know, whatever that is, you should already have kind of an understanding of like, all right, this is the this is this person falls under this audience. We know that they're likely to buy on day seven, whatever it is. So let's continue doing all this stuff. If they don't buy on day seven, we'll up the offer or whatever, whatever that looks like. So buying behavior. Let me give you another example. Um, buying behavior could be for like, you could break it down into like category or we'll talk about segmentation uh, based on different buying or customer types um, or time between purchases is another good one. So like if you understand a certain segment buys every 30 days and you have you know, 50% of that segment hasn't bought in the past 30 days, you know, you have to trigger some communication or uh, an offer incentive, whatever it is to get them to buy again, because, you know, lifetime value is a thing. And, um, you know, you want people to turn into brand champions and keep buying from you and not necessarily um, buying once and then bouncing. So from all these things, it's like, what action can we take? What action can you take from looking at how people interact with your brand, using that data based on what they do, uh, how often they purchase, time between purchases, all that good stuff. What can you do? There's two things you can do. You can segment your audience, okay, which is huge. You should have many segments. You should. I mean, depending on your brand, but um, like I mentioned in the previous chapter, we worked with 25 different segments. We marketed to each of those 25 segments differently. Um, and then the next uh, chapter we're going to get into, which is really exciting, I'm going to show you an awesome tool. Uh, how to personalize the experience. What What's um, you know important to me might be not as important to you. Even though we're shopping with the same brand, uh, this the days of like catch-all communication and like 
monthly email subscription or email uh, newsletters, those days are done. They're gone. Um, so I, let me give you an example. And it just happened to me. I recently had to buy a part for my truck and I landed on this website and they do a phenomenal job of personalizing every aspect of their website and the communication after I bought something. It is phenomenal. They're sending me emails. They're sending me text messages right now. And I'm not even that really um, annoyed by it because it's personalized to my truck, to the, the year of my truck. So the way they do it, I'll give you this quick recap and then we'll go on to the next chapter. We'll go into the personalization of how to, the tool that I'm using. But here's a good example of that. So this is a good segue. When I land on their website, they must know that I'm a new user because I don't have an account. So I think they encourage uh, an account creation and the way they do it is like, we'll customize obviously uh, the website and we'll recommend products based on your your truck, right? We're not gonna recommend, um, you know, I drive a truck. Uh, I don't drive like a sports car or anything like that. So they wouldn't recommend parts for a different car if it doesn't make sense to me. That That's like so simple, but a lot of brands don't do that. They did it in such a huge way. Not only that, so they got my information about my truck, the year of it, the make of it, um, and they encourage you to like, let me let me step back, the year of it, the make of it, and the color. So all the emails that I get, they personalize it to my truck's color. So it was probably a lot of work up front. They probably took like product, uh, pic, um, product images of everything, and then they went in and Photoshopped every single color for that particular truck in that year. I can't imagine how much money and time and resources uh, it took to do that, but uh, it's definitely probably paying off for them. And then the interaction on after I bought something, they waited a couple of days, they encouraged me to take four photos of it and they're gonna send me a gift in the mail, I didn't get it yet, but um, I'm still waiting on it. Um, and uh, what's cool about that is like, those are like user testimonials. You, you actually see what that product um, what that tail light or the wheels or whatever it may be, what it looks like on your truck or similar trucks that look like yours, literally down to the color and the year. So I just thought it was like such a unique way. They're checking the box for so many things. They're using the data, just the simple data to say, this is Dan. He has a 20, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's the truck. It's the, this color. And then what they do is that's how they get you to, that's how they optimize their conversion rate. Cause you're basically just not leaving. You don't want to leave their website because it's catered to you. Why would you go shop somewhere else? Um, and then the post communication is great because they're encouraging people to interact with their website. They're encouraging reviews, which are, is a great way to uh, increase uh, future conversion rates and optimize uh, your conversions on the site. They're encouraging you to share photos. Um, and then you build your own profile and then you can share your modifications that you make to your, your car, or your truck so that other people can shop your mods. It's like the greatest thing ever. And it's just personalization on a whole nother level. And it's very simple the way they did it. There was a, definitely a lot of work that was involved uh, building all that stuff. But in the end, it's probably paying serious dividends and they already probably got their money back on what they spent. So um, let's jump into the next chapter, personalization. See you there.